Life is crazy. The world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastors Live helps you learn to juggle. Pray, go. Oh, I'm trying, yeah. Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, yeah, You're interrupting yeah. me, Dave. Lord, go before okay, us in Christ's yeah. name. They're good. They're very funny. They're hilarious. They just be whoever they want to be. It's just really funny. You're listening to the top-rated, number one absolute best podcast. Well, according to Pastor Dave and the other three listeners, this is Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. Hey everybody, it's Pastors Live. It's Friday, January 13th. <gasps> it's Friday the 13th. Anybody freaking out today? Anybody have a problem today? I'm good. I'm so- <laughs> Just like- I like January 13th. Big shout out to our good friend, Shyla Dixon. Uh, today would have been Marley's 18th birthday. Yes. We have a bench out here for Marley Dixon. Yes. yes. And uh, Marley's in heaven with Jesus. Where there's a bench over here at the school with her name yep. on it. Right today on. would have been her 18th birthday, but she is for forever not 18. And, and uh, she Lord. is with the Lord. She's and eternal. Shyla, her mama, yep, right. went to Israel with Pastor Ty and I a couple yes. months ago. And we are so blessed by that. And remembering, remembering the family today. God bless you. And that's, uh, you know, Tobias. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. They're all family. Yeah. 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 So we're praying family. Yeah. We're praying for you guys today. We're thankful for you. Uh, but it is, does any, have you guys ever, when you guys grew up, was it ever weird around your house with Friday the 13th guys? Was it, not, was it weird? Not really. No. You, you grew dad, up in a Christian home, right? First of yeah. all, I never grew up, but oh, fair second enough. of all, yeah, I was never weird. Are you still a Toys R Us kid? Yeah. Uh, I'm a big kid now. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. In my house, it actually was, in my house, it was a little weird. Really? You know, there's a little weirdness, but I, we, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but there's a little, little weirdness on it. And so we've got Pastor Shane, Pastor I heard a Dave. weird noise. I better go check it out. That's right. I'll take a flashlight. And then we've got Gary here today. I'm Ty. Listen, that's the, okay, the, the old slasher movies, right? The, 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 like all those Friday 13th movies, all that stuff. I'm not encouraging anybody to watch them. Thank you. But I, I, I do want to point out that the foolishness of apparently teenagers that camp out in, in the woods is uh, is dumbfounding to me because if you have a bazooka, a machine gun, a machete, and a flashlight, apparently when there's a bad guy outside, you take the flashlight, leave all the other weapons behind. But uh, that's beside the point. But it's always like, oh, I'm going to go check it out by yourself. No, you're not. Let's not, let's I, heard not a, I heard a weird sound behind that wall of chainsaws. I'm gonna go, yeah, I I'm think gonna, I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> well, and by the way, I I was never I was never a huge fan. Uh, even when I wasn't saved, I was never a huge fan of those kind of movies. Shane, were you ever a fan of those? Kind no, of movies? I I never uh, I never liked those. The only ones I liked were the parodies. I liked the ones that, that made make fun, fun of, them. of the ridiculousness yeah, of it. And Dave, you never you were never allowed to watch movies, so. Right, you know, well, no, so. when that junk came out, um, <laughs> I was a youth pastor. Right. Oh, and you had to deal with it from the other side. That's so right. So I was appalled that I was having kids in our youth group, you know, Calvary Bellflower, uh, coming into youth group talking about, oh, dude, we went and watched, you know, this slasher thrasher movie or whatever. And um, I was like trying to talk to our kids like, hey, you know, um, G-I-G-O, garbage in, garbage out, or gospel in, gospel out, like take a side <laughs> right yeah right right it's like you got better things to do with your time than sitting around watching junk yeah if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything right wow wow you wow. talk to my dad again intuitive right <laughs> exactly <laughs> gary what about you man did you watch those growing up did you were you i, I wasn't into them all that much 
I, oh, okay, yeah. It didn't really interest me. Yeah. They had like oh, cult said. followings. You yeah. were either really into it yeah. or, or just like or whatever. You, you yeah. ignored yeah. it all together. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen, listen, if you want to contact us, you have a question or comment, it's pastorslive at therev.fm. I did introduce everybody, so I was really good about that today. But it is also Public Radio Broadcasting Day, and it's a day that we remember uh, public broadcasting that actually became official in 1910. Uh, when uh, an opera by Paganini was actually broadcast. That was the first official start of public radio broadcast in our country. Think about that, 1910. It's over 100 years ago, guys. It's insane. That, that, you know, yeah. that, that happened. So yeah. uh, radio's been around a while, and we're glad to be part of it. Um, and so, uh, as you you know, we're, we're kind of, our home base here, I mean, obviously we're on Spotify and we're on Apple iTunes, but our home base is Revelation Radio, uh, located here in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And we're really thankful for Gary and for all that he does. And so, uh, Gary, thank you for everything you do thank for you, us. Gary. Thank, thank you, Gary. Thank you, Ty. You know, I'm, I'm uh, just coming to kind of reminiscing to Day because, I mean, we're on like the 600, almost 700th episode. Wow! <laughs> and I'm, I'm struggling just when with we started this thing, I know we've talked about that before, but it's like, man. Well, yeah. Well, it's, how it's, how many it lives? Never, have, it was never supposed to go this long, right? No, no. So this yeah, is yeah, Friday a, the 13th, and we are. 13 episodes away from our 700th. Oh, wow. Whoa, episode. and we wow. are in Psalm 13. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. And Psalm 13, <laughs> a right? A lot of 13s. I've got a funny story oh, about Psalm 13. Imagine if you will. Look, Four he's got a track. story so, about Psalm 13. Let me, let me tell you my funny story about Psalm 13 before we run out of time. My son, Jake, was born on December 13th. Yes. And so we're in the hospital, and it was Sylvia's longest labor. Jake um, was so 13 fact, hours. The, re- the reason his name is Jacob is because when he finally was born, Sylvia said, I wrestled with him. <laughs> like his name is Jacob. <laughs> so she's, she's like in this really prolonged labor for Sylvia, anyhow. And I'm like, Man, I, I'm at my wit's end. So, honey, I'm going to read some scriptures to you. Okay. And I look at my watch and the calendar. Oh, it's the 13th. I'm going to read Psalm 13 to my oh, wife oh, no. because she's in labor. And here's what she hears oh, come out no. of my mouth. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? And about that's about as far as I got. And Sylvie reached over and tapped me. She goes, Read something else. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) You're not helping. (laughs) You know, I I was, Dave. I, you know, I, I, you know, we do a lot of hospital visits as pastors, right? Yes, we do. And so we do a lot of hospice calls, a lot of uh, calls to hospitals. We we find ourselves in high anxiety, high stress situations a lot of time. And the scripture says that merry heart is good medicine, right? And so, and the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, right? And so we come into those situations and we have a tendency to, we'll cut up, you know, we'll find something to laugh at or laugh about. When uh, Lori was pregnant with all of our boys, uh, as we're on the way to the hospital, she's just was really sweet. She just said, no jokes. (laughs) <laughs> no jokes no making go. people laugh no funny business no funny business so the, one of the funniest things was when all three of our boys were born um i had i think it was god's mercy on my wife i had horrible sign whenever the boys were born i had horrible sinus infections i mean i was in so much pain i really it was hard for me to actually make a joke 
Uh, and so it was like God's way of saying, and I'm going to help you honor your wife's wishes. Yeah, no co- jokes. I'm going to cover you. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, you do when they, when they say, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? You want to say, does that come with a discount? I mean, you want to make, th- <laughs> you want to make statements like that, but you know, you just can't, you can't do that when you're in that situation. But Hey, listen, we're in our Bible reading today. We're in Matthew chapter 11, Proverbs chapter three. And this section of Proverbs chapter three is one of my favorite. We're in six and seven today. We're in uh, Psalm uh, 13. And then as we just taught, discussed in second Chronicles 25, but in Psalm uh, ch- chapter, uh, sorry, it's in Proverbs chapter three, uh, it says, "Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil." That's kind of what we were talking about yesterday, right? With like getting away from things and, and, depart, and, and depart from, from evil, get right. away from evil. And and um, we have a we have a seven days of worship, prayer, and fasting coming up here shortly. And one of the things that I do encourage people to do, because some people are just like, uh, Ty, you don't understand. I, I can't do seven days without food. I said, that's okay. You know, you could put away your cell phone. And they're like, uh-huh. Oh, uh, 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 you know, or you put away social media. You could turn off your social media or turn off all your notifications or don't watch TV or, or just separate yourself from the things of the world. And it's interesting uh, how hard that can be for people because we don't realize how addicted we are to our technology, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we are addicted to technology. It's become a dopamine cycle for many of us. Uh, we, we're in a dopamine addiction. We pick up our phone, we get dopamine, we put our phone down, we start to go down on our dopamine level. We pick up our phone, we get the dopamine back. We literally, and dopamine is a uh, survival hormone. And so we think we cannot survive without our phones. It's become a survival thing for us. And so I, I just hope that, you know, you can maybe put your phone away or put social media away or join us uh, for a week of a prayer and worship and fasting um, uh, the 22nd through the 28th of this month. We're really looking forward to it. But that's coming up. We also have some other things coming up. Uh, we've got our Ladies Conference coming up on March 10th and 11th. We've got uh, Men's Resolve coming up on April 29th. We also have the Amazing Chemistry Show coming up on Friday, March 17th at 5 p.m. here at Water Springs Church. And then, of course, we have our Valentine's Day gala coming up on february 10th it's a uh, dress up the best you can uh formal event uh and so that we're looking forward to that we we had it as black tie and then people were like i don't have a tux um and i was really I, by the way i was really impressed we have a lot of people that know what black tie means because <laughs> yeah, yeah well I mean, and yeah. that's the, that's kind of the thing right um here in idaho we kind of Take a little, I don't know if I want to use the word pride or not, but we, you know, we take a little pride in our casualness, right? And yeah. I, I dressed up for church. I wore my clean boots, you know, and that kind of thing. But it is nice, guys, once in a while to to say to your wife or your girlfriend, hey, honey, let's dress up tonight and go do something nice. And so that's the idea there. So dress up nice. And if, if dress up nice for you means that you're wearing the blue jeans that have a crease in them and your boots are shined, okay. But if you got a sports coat and a tie, throw it on. Show show your wife, honey. This is a special. Yeah, date. we're gonna go out and have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I I so I've lost enough weight that my tuxedos that I played in for you know through college. So I, I wore a tuxedo twice a week for years. Um, it doesn't fit. I actually it's it's I've lost enough weight. It can't be tailored. So uh, I've been I've been trying to find a place that will take it in and give me a new tux. Nice. Uh, so I'm I'm working on that. So I, so if you anybody know. out there has a tux shop, uh, I'd love to hear from you. <laughs> or if you got connections at Men's Warehouse, something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, well, that we do. We that we do. We got some great guys. That's at, Pastors uh, there, Live at the Rev. That's Pastors Live at the Rev. FM. But you know what? I like dressing up. Yeah. I, I every once in a while I like dressing while, up. Right? Uh, you know, every yeah. once in a while I like dressing up. Um, and I, I think for me, you know, 
being in that place where I, I, I had to do that all the time. It was just formal wear was very common to my life. And uh, uh, it was about, I think I'd been in Salmon Dave for like five years and I wore slacks on a Sunday. Right. I had somebody lose their minds because I wore slacks. Yeah. They said, are we changing the dress culture around here? If we're changing the dress culture around here, I can't. I'm like, no, I just hadn't done my laundry. This is what I had in the closet. I just, you <laughs> well, know. And, and the other thing is, and I was in the mood. Yeah. Right? It's, uh, the way that we we kind of feel here at Water Springs is come as you are. Right. But words, don't leave as you can. Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> but, right. you know, it, look, if you're wearing blue jeans and tennis shoes or cowboy boots, you're going to feel real comfortable here. But if you are a sports coat and your wife wears a dress to church kind of person, you're going to feel comfortable here. I mean, right. come yeah. as you are, there is no, quote, dress code. Well, and just that was, come dressed. Well, and that was well, and that was weird for me because I I grew up and I I went to a church where there was a dress code uh, for a short season where there was a way that you were expected to dress if you were coming on a Sunday. Yeah. But I I do appreciate looking at pictures from our history because I don't know what's happened to us, but we have we have lost how to dress as men. I think because yeah. uh, you you see I saw a great picture the other day of boys uh, outside of church on Easter Sunday outside in Harlem and mm-hmm. these boys are all in double-breasted suits and right. there's young men and they're dressed for they're dressed for church and I guess the question is why do we dress why do we why would we dress nice for church well it's because it's we're, we're dressing up for the Lord not for each other you know it's like we want to that's why it used to be called the Sunday best, Your Sunday best yeah. um, in fact uh, just so you guys know historically most people dressed better for church than they did their weddings in the early 1900s or sorry early even some 1900s, but early like early like 1700s, 1800s. I mean, you that whole really everybody really dressed up for a wedding. It was like you were getting married in the pastor's parlor, which was usually the room at the pastor's house or uh, in your front room on the farm. You know, was where you get married, and it was you know it wasn't as huge and stuff like that. So you right. dress really nice for church, but you know it is every once it's nice every once in a while to dress nice for church or everybody but, to wear know, the same people sweater. Used to just dress. There used to just be a decorum in general. I was, you know, when I fly, for instance, I, I don't fly all the time, but when I fly, I generally will put on a sports coat uh, or a minimum a, a jacket that will look nice, right? Yes. And um, there have been a, a few times, it doesn't happen all the time, I'm not saying that, but there have been a few times where Sylvie and I have been bumped up to nicer seating, uh, even first class, and, you know... <laughs> That typically doesn't happen if you're wearing pajamas. I mean, that just it just doesn't. <laughs> and I was quite That's, frankly yeah, a you little taken aback when we flew to Ireland uh, for Christmas. We left on Christmas Day, and that was that was on by design because fewer people fly on Christmas, and so like the planes were like half full. Right, it was kind of yeah. nice. But I was surprised. I really was. I thought, well, but it's Christmas. People will dress right. Mm-mm, nope. There were still people that were wearing, literally, honest to goodness, wearing pajamas, getting on the plane. And I was just like, really? There was a day when people just felt like you, you don't go out in public in your pajamas. You just don't do that. And um, it, it, I, I'm old school. What are you laughing at? 
Well, I I had a joke. He wore his pajamas to work I, no, yesterday. No, 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 That's no, no, yes. no, 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 no. And then yes. came Walmart. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, whatever store it is, yeah. I go into different stores now, and I, I see grocery store, department store, and there's people wearing their pajamas, and I'm thinking, oh, come on, folks. Come on. It's just It's weird to me. I mean, I get it. I grew up in the 60s and 70s. And I can still remember, you know, dads sitting in the uh, Little League park wearing sports coat and tie. And if it was a Saturday game, they wore a sports coat and an open collar. Yeah. Because you're there to watch in a fedora because you're there to watch your kid play. You know, you go back and look at pictures. Uh, you know, I'm an old baseball guy, so I always like to watch old film. But you watch old film or even look at old pictures from the 40s and 50s in this country and people wore sports coats and ties to go to the ball game because you didn't go out in public without looking sharp. Now, am I saying I think everybody should wear a sports coat and tie to church? No, that's not my point. No, we're just talking um, about things have changed. Things have really changed. I like being casual. I'm sitting here in blue jeans and a, and a corduroy shirt right now. I like being casual, but there was a day when even people doing radio, you look at pictures of, uh, uh, Gary, look at pictures of J. Vernon McGee and some of these old timers from He was in a studio in a suit. Wearing suit and tie in the studio. Part of that is because he was approaching the the, the hermeneutic of the Word of God. Yeah. He was coming, and so there was an old school teaching in this seminary teaching that when you are presenting the Word of God, you dress with a suit and a tie, and you dress that way when you present the Word of God. Right. And there's still guys who are in that camp today. Sure, of course. And you know, and I'll be honest with you, you know, you see guys that are very famous and stuff online now. Some of them have suits and ties. Other guys are in V-neck T-shirts, and you know, you're just like, as long as their hermeneutic is good and their homiletic is appropriate. That's all right? that matters, man. So, so That's I had a, so we had, a, we had Larry Cudmore. He he sent this in, and, and hey! I, hopefully, hopefully, we're not going to have to edit this, but I'm just going to read it as it is. I, I just want to clarify. Larry. So he says this. Good morning, friends. I couldn't help but reminisce to many years ago as you guys were talking about homiletics and hermeneutics on Pastors Live. <laughs> uh, uh, a friend in uh, in northern Idaho told me once that a pastor told him that he was strictly a suppository preacher. Um, I've wondered how that all worked out. <laughs> um, and so uh, I'm not I'm not totally sure what to do with that comment, but it's pastors live at the rev.fm and we'll pass well, that along to uh, there, Larry for this, you. But yes, there it is. Larry, thank you for your comment. If you don't know, Larry Cudmore is yes. from Champ's Heart. He's yes. our good friend over wonderful there. Ministry. Wonderful ministry. Wonderful ministry. And, and there's the a great possibility. And retired uh, Lutheran pastor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And there's a possibility that, you know, maybe somebody misunderstood what they meant to say by meaning to say expect. Expository, but uh, but yes, it's it's one of those great things. But listen, oh, I, I I do want to encourage you guys. Uh, Dave is talking over there about dressing up for baseball, right? right? And the only thing that kept going through my mind is there's no crying in baseball. I mean, that's what was going through my mind. That's the only thing that was so it was stuck. I finally had to say it because it was stuck in my head. So I'm sorry about that. Uh, but and you should be. I, I am. But there is something that I think is really important <laughs> is that um, you know I know for me you know one of those things is learning how to dress appropriately for different situations, right? right. It's like reading the room, reading the room, knowing right. where you're at. I had a job where I had to wear a tie to work every day. Yeah. I mean, and I did. And I, and every day I had to wear a tie. It was just the way it was. It was part of the dress code of the job. 
Um, and I'm really glad that we don't have a dress code for church. But, you know, come dressed. That's important. Because we are clothed in the righteousness of Christ. Absolutely. And when, guess what? When you get to heaven, Paul says you're not going to be naked, right? Uh, that God has a, 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 a body prepared for you. We're going to turn in this tent, this body that we walk around in now. Paul says it's a tent and God has prepared for you a mansion, a body that is fit for the heavenlies. And gang, listen, if you're listening to this program, we want you to know that God loves you. He sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for your sins. He died, he was buried, and he rose again on the third day Hmm. according to the scriptures. And Jesus said, if you will believe on him whom the Father has sent, Jesus Christ, that you'll be saved and you will be clothed in his righteousness. And if you don't know that you know that you know, would you please get, hey, write to us here, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm, and let us uh, be in touch with you and share with you the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Or Amen. you can come to church this weekend. That's right. Yes. We have our service uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday night, 9 and 11 on Sunday morning. We hope to see you here. Listen, you love your family. God bless you. Love you guys. Now I'm a believer. Not a trace. A doubt in my mind. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, The Rev.